Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Mark. Hey, Chris. What do you, what do you expect we're going to be talking about today? Evolving. Evolution? Evolving. Yeah, we don't believe in evolution, do we? Evolving. When you hear the word evolve. Think of evolution. <laughs> I think everybody does. Well, because whenever whenever you hear somebody talk about evolution, it's not a wrong thing to think about them. Well, majority of people, when you say the word evolve, the first thing they go to is the scientific theory of evolution. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you say it to a little kid, they might think of Pokemon or Ooh. whatever. I was a Digimon fan as well. I have no idea. Digimon. Yeah, it was a cart. It was a cartoon-ish show. Like, it how's was like, it ish? I said ish. You did. That's why I repeated it. It was meant to be. I miss put. I put the ish on the wrong word. Okay, cartoon. I'm, it was a cartoon that's Pokemon-ish. Pokemon-ish. I think I know what that is, but I don't. I still don't get the ish. So it's kind of like Pokemon? It's sort of like Pokemon. There's characters. Japanese type? Yeah. Cartoon? Yeah, it got very popular over in Japan. And What'd you call it again? Digimon? D-I-G-I-M-O-N. For those keeping records. <laughs> All five of them. Hey. That don't agree with me and think I'm hey. far right leaning. <laughs> so, uh, Evolving. Develop gradually from simple, usually, to complex. Evolving. I got a question for you. I ask you to study on something. It's a simple thing. It's your memory, so you can't be wrong. I can be wrong. But no one would know but you. So, as we are evolving present day from children, infant, really, to where we're at right now to hopefully where we're going so from infancy to where we are right now what is your earliest uh thing you can remember whether it's a place a thing you said a thing you were doing um whatever what is your earliest recollection my earliest memory yes. is or recollection. It's a word I like. I'm not. I like to use out in the country. Recollection. I'm not, I'm not using your vernacular. What about recollection? I'm not using your vernacular. <laughs> Ooh. My earliest memory Was that is an AMC vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't got it to the car segment yet of the program, but. I couldn't walk past that one. The AMC vernacular. <laughs> Your earliest memory, Chris. My earliest memory is we're on vacation in Gulf Shores, Alabama. It's a family vacation. Same place you go the every, this year. Every single year. Hoping well, to change it up. but Repetition's not an awful thing. It's not, but when you've been to the same place 30 years in a row, <laughs> there's not much. I mean, the place changes every year, mm-hmm. 
but it's not enough that same sand, same water, same same everything, same businesses. I mean, uh, you've gone to the same. I get you. Mm-hmm. Same uh, gift shops my whole life. They've been there. they've been updated, but they're still the same place. So without you understanding what you just said, that your vacation experiences have not evolved. <laughs> they have stayed stayed straight. Straight across. No up, no down. Straight across. Enjoyable still. Sometimes. But they have not evolved into something else. It all it all depends on what family drama's gone on this year. That's any that's just any any family. But your earliest recollection is Our earliest recollection yes. is we're on vacation and uh we're all out together as a it's not just my immediate family it's uh some of my aunt and uncles and their my cousins and stuff like that and we're all sitting down at this big long table eating and i hear my brother say i didn't think shrimp were supposed to be crunchy and my dad or no it was my mom said they're not he had been eating he had eaten like 12 shrimp with the shell still on. Awesome. Legs and everything. I don't know why, but that every time somebody asks me to think of my earliest memory. And how, how old? How old are we talking? Maybe six or seven. Six or seven. It's hard, it's hard enough for me to remember something that happened two days ago, mm-hmm. but... When it when it comes to my earliest memory, that's what I go to. Gotcha. And do of course, except for where you vacation, you have evolved to where you are today, mentally, physically, Correct. spiritually, all of that. You've evolved to where you are right now. Okay, I've got a question for you. Wait a minute. No. Chill on the questions. No, this is a conversation. I have my early recollection. Two years old. Two years old. Playing with a car on a rock wall at a place we lived when I was two years old. Next next door next to Jesus. <laughs> next to Jesus. Uh, this is my way of calling you old. That's one way of calling me old. I took, but I, that's my earliest experience. I was playing on the rock wall with a little car. Come to find out, I was two to three years old, somewhere in that neighborhood. Is what I've been told. I remember it was so clear how much I remember that it's strange that you could remember the smell, the the look, and I wonder how much of that is skewed by my age now, like. You know, I'm remembering as my age now what I remembered then. So anyway, I have evolved from two, three years old to where I am today. And I look at this like a roller coaster ride, ebb and flow, ebb and flow of evolving. Okay. 
Now to my question I had. Well, you could give a little bit right there. You don't just have to jump right into you. You can give some something. Come on. Come on with it. What you got? To my question that I had for you. That's what I thought. While your name's first on the website. No, it was just the first okay. one when I hey, came to hey, typing. Hey, hey. I, I so, even I, told you I, I could I, change it. That's okay. I'm good. Feelings aren't hurt. Apparently not, since you just brought it up. I've evolved. To my question that I had for you before you so rudely interrupted me there. It's all, hey, it's your world. I'm just a squirrel. (laughs) I've never heard that. Trying to get a nut. Trying to bust a nut. No, good night. Just took it from PG to R. Why? Anyway, your question. Singing about muffs. Your question is: You talk about evolving as changing, but isn't in the definition of evolving developing gradually? Okay, when you develop, you do change. Yes, no, it's not change. When when you develop something, you add to it. Say when you change it, when you add to it. But are you developing something if you're... You have a core, yes. Are you developing something if you degrade it? Degrade, like subtract? Subtract from. Develop? Do you develop By subtraction? Sure, I'll go with that. Yes. I don't want to go with. I don't want to have a semantic argument. That's but not semantic. That is semantic. Oh, semantic. I'll, I'll give you. Okay, here's you. Okay, you have a house, one thousand square foot home, square home, and you say, "Hey, sweetie, pie. We're gonna. Bye. We're gonna. No, this is your wife, man, not me. We're gonna add on to the house. We have more children." So we're going to add on an extra 300 square feet. Okay. Develop, if you will, our home. We're adding on 300 square feet. Adding okay. on is not my question. It's the- I'm, I'm, okay. I'm getting there. And then a few years later, uh, we find out honey is expecting number six. So we're going to have to add on another 300 square foot, maybe four. We're up to about 1,600, 1,700 square foot on our home development, if you will. And so then kids start getting older, moving out, getting married, moving out. Now it's just me and Honey Lou over here. House too big for us. And the little part we added on on the beginning is starting to rot away. It wasn't done very well. So we're getting to a part of our lives where... Got a little money. We can do some things. So we decide to rip out the last 600 square foot that we added. Now we're at 1,100 again. As we evolve in our age and as we're using the home to replicate our lives, it has also evolved but it's an ebb and flow kind of evolve, like a roller coaster, like that. But it's still in the process, 
heading up. Well, using your house as a example. It's not semantics. It gives you something concrete to look okay. at. Now, using your house example for an example... When you go, you don't develop away 600 square feet to make it 1,100 or 1,000 square feet. No, that was subtraction. That's what you were talking about. That's demolishing. That's not developing. That's still a development. No. The the exact definition is to aid in the growth of or strengthen to expand or enlarge. Is what it means to develop, which means you are adding to something. We're talking about evolving, develop gradually. You give me the definition of develop. We're talking about evolving. But you also have to use what the words in the definition mean. Gradually, slowly, develop, yes. What did that have to do with anything? The definition is to the definition of evolving is develop gradually to de- to from de- simple to complex to develop gradually. Mm-hmm. The definition of to develop is to expand or enlarge or aid in the growth of growth of correct. Mm-hmm. So in taking away from something, you're not developing it. You know, when someone grows in their mind, your brain is a muscle. The muscle, does it get larger or does it get smaller? Your brain, after a certain age, it starts getting smaller. But still developing, right? No. In size, it's devolving. Mm -hmm. Getting smaller, but it's still evolving. Your knowledge is, but your brain itself is not. Potato, potato. No, because your brain is a physical thing. Yep. Where your knowledge is not physical. True. So it's not potato, potato. Mm-hmm. You just said it was potato, potato, and it I was did. not. I did say that. Because when something is physical, you can touch it, whereas mentally it's in in someone's brain or your own brain okay so as as we evolve we're growing we're developing making our lives better whereas when you're say something bad happens to you say you're trying to evolve the amount of money you have you work for so long, you save up all this money, and then something hits you, and you've got to... Like a car or something? You can say a car. You have hospital bills. Your your money is there devolving because you're having to use that money that you saved up to pay these bills out. When And... And more than likely in the process of getting hit by that car, you've probably done some damage to your brain and you've lost some knowledge. So then your brain there has devolved. Um, 
okay? When in in these third world countries, these people have to evolve to survive. They've got to be able to grow or, I mean, third world countries, these people have to find different ways unless they have a steady source of food. They've got to find different ways to get food for their family. Otherwise, their families don't eat. And here in this country, we don't really have to worry about that all too much. We have our own issues. We do. That we have to um, work around. As we've evolved from young to older now, there's a few things that we each like okay when you ended your school career you think of the very first day you started school to the very last day that you went uh, to school that from that earliest recollection to that later when you evolved into what you were the day you got out of school so you evolved from that young i remember uh kindergarten really really well i remember walking in the room and seeing my name on the table where i was to set the color of it everything i remember we had a kitchen in the room that was pretty cool uh one you can not a real kitchen plastic you know um, raisin boxes and the, you know stuff like that. Good times. Uh, we had a red clawfoot tub in the room for reading time. If you got to sit in the tub, you were you were one of the special ones. And for reading time, you got read to you go to sleep in the tub. And now, when you say special, you mean special needs. Spe- come on, man. Um. So I think about that experience in kindergarten and i enjoyed it scared you know something i've never done and enjoyed the experience so i'm guessing can't remember all the details but from starting kindergarten to graduating kindergarten i'm sure i evolved into you know a little smarter maybe hopefully hopefully yeah that was the idea the whole point of school is to evolve your way of thinking yeah well so it's supposed to be do you remember i mean like early years middle years later years like to me each one of those was a a you know like you start here low and then you just work your way up to the next level and then from that level is a low but it takes you up to the next level when you get to that level it's a low and then you know that's evolving i mean changing schools is scary i mean i changed i mean technically only went three different schools but i mean going from elementary school into a different middle school that was scary because i knew nobody and Don't you think that helps, though? I mean, at the time, it's very scary. But then it gives you the ability to meet new people, 
that you would not have seen any other way and gives you an opportunity to try something new. You don't like it on the front end, but when you turn around and look, you think, hey, that was that really helped me with with my growth, you know. You gave me a you gave me a good way to look at something cuz mm-hmm. so when I went from elementary school and I got put in a middle school, the middle school that I was in and all the way up to my freshman year of high school was with the same people. Mhm. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. I had no choice in the matter. It was the same place my brother went. Ended up being the same place my sister went. So I had no way of go- going to another school. I had to go to the same place as my brother, my older brother. and As opposed to your younger brother? Sister, what? Younger sister. <laughs> But what I was getting at is my experience through middle, from middle up into my freshman year of high school. I did not have a great experience, mm. which also went toward like rough teachers or no, you, it was, just it was in students. general. It was the students. Students. I. I did not have a very productive environment to learn, mm-hmm. and I hated school. Yeah, and that was part of it was the people I was being forced to be around. And so, after my freshman year, I was given the ability to choose where I wanted to go to school, and so. From sophomore year up into my senior year, I still didn't enjoy school as much because I still had the, th- the feeling of the way it was at the other school, but I was around what I feel like was better people. But even at the second school I went to, even though... Even though I didn't really enjoy the experience, I still evolved in my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to my last school, it was a little easier for me to evolve in my thinking. Because I, re- I never really thought about how I evolved from middle school up into freshman year just because that was just a nightmare in itself. But you were still growing. Yes. Might have not liked it, but still growing. Yeah. Evolving, if you will. Or if you won't, still. I I evolved in certain ways and then I devolved in other ways. We were talking about this earlier, and you said that you didn't really believe devolving. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm not. I'm saying the exact words you used. You don't remember what I said. Yeah, I do. You weren't listening. I was listening. That's how and I'm able to. Earbuds in, not listening. 
you said you didn't believe that devolving was a actual thing. Well, I believe you're always evolving. Well, hopefully I helped you evolve into learning that devolving is a such thing. Volva. That's not part of this conversation. What? Volva. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, as far as school goes, we evolved from kindergarten till we graduated, and we did get to a, a point in life, probably, what was you, 18 or so when you graduated high school-ish? Ish, Birthdays yeah. in May. Yep. So, 18. I, I graduated three weeks before my birthday. Yeah. Um, so, then, for us um, regular folks, we go into the workforce after uh, school after three semesters and of failing at a community college i wasn't going to bring it up i did and so when you get into the workforce it's like starting all over meeting people doing um we did work in school you do work in the workplace, you know, cogs. You got to be a, it's a cog sorter. It's a different kind of work. But it yes. is. But you're older. You can expect more, do more. Uh, you're stronger than you were when you're in second grade. Not, um, maybe not from where you were in high school, but second grade, maybe. yes, I'm stronger than I was in second I'm grade. I'm going with second grade, yes. And so it's a new adventure. Um, it's sometimes, you know, you're not um, where you need to be uh, when you start a job. Maybe that's not for you. A certain one. Maybe it takes you a minute for you to figure out where I need to be. And that's okay. I mean, if you have the means to do that, that's, that's great. But as you're on the um, job site, workplace, for a while, you know, when I was uh, 20 years old, I started to do woodworking. And I had prior to that somewhat, a little bit, hammer and nails kind of thing, but learned learned woodworking uh, early in life. And I could say now I've evolved into a great woodworker. And there's things I can do now I couldn't have done when I was 20 when it comes to working and that sort of thing. There are things I could have done when I was 20 I can't do now. But I still look at that as evolving to where I am at this point. So you want to go back into woodworking? We learn, you've learned through your years of woodworking. You've evolved in how you've worked. You've learned tricks of the trade. We both have. There's more to working than the product you produce. I'm going to say maybe half is relationships. Oh, yeah. Could could be higher percentages than that. Well, I mean, you've got to have some form of relationships 
with your coworkers, with your management management system, your supervisors, and hopefully have some form of a relationship with your boss. Yes. Preferably a professional one. Mm-hmm. I guess necessary. It's difficult sometimes whether you have a really good boss or a jerk. Um, either way, the work still needs to be done, completed. But that relationship could hinder you from staying at that workplace just because of that. Not the work issue, not actually production and that kind of thing. Well, your relationship with another coworker could cause your work to suffer. Yes, and usually does if you have any kind of empathy at all. What about sympathy? Same. So as we evolve in the workplace, and hopefully I have a few years left in me to work. That's <laughs> what I'm planning on. In this economy. <laughs> I'm going to work till I die, I'm sure. Um, now there's no such thing as retirement these no, days. Not really. Um, so there's one other area while we're still on the first paragraph here. <laughs> Marriage, from the time you get married till present day for you, uh, yesteryear for me, um, your relationship evolves into hopefully something really good. Maybe started out average or maybe good. And now... um, I think it's hard for people. It, it, it is for me. I think it's hard for people to look at their marriage and say, oh, yeah, you know, 20 years later, it's it's evolved in something phenomenal versus Ugh, it's it's rough. It's it's work, you know, to get to a 20 year spot in marriage or even six years or I mean, it's not not that simple, but I would hope that you each would evolve into something respectable in the marriage, and hopefully, it's it's a good thing. Well, it's got to evolve in the correct way, because if there's tell us, Doctor Phil. <laughs> well, for like for women, oh, all the time, <laughs> easy. <laughs> There are women that listen to this program, Chris. Like who? I don't know their all their names. If there's a woman who listens to this hey. podcast, they need to text Mark. <laughs> How do you know they haven't already? Six one five three. Back to our regularly regularly scheduled, scheduled program. program. Now, <laughs> marriage. Evolving. I've, Go. I've in preparation for part of our for our, some of our other podcasts. I've listened to women talk about how they're supposed to be boss babes. They're supposed to be able. Huh? To, I don't know what that is. 
If you allow me to elaborate. Oh, please do. A boss babe is someone that. <laughs> Don't say that too many times. <laughs> someone that, or a woman that is in control mm. of not only her finances, but her family. Married? Single? It can be both. Because it, she, she's supposed, a boss babe is supposed to be the head of everything. She's the alpha. Boo. <laughs> well, I mean. I'm divorced, by the way. <laughs> Well, that, in my honest opinion, that leads to divorce a lot. Yeah. Because a man, we are, as a man, we are wired to be the head. We are the ones that are wired to be in control. And to have a woman emasculate you and tell you, no, you're not in charge. I'm in charge. Mm. It sounds like a problem to me. It is. Just saying. Because... You look at all. You look at a lot of women that are successful in their business. Majority of them. I'm not saying that there aren't a few that have been successful and have a great family. There's outliers to everything. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the time, these women that are very successful in uh, business or whatever. They're not really suited for a family because women, most women want to be with their family, Mm -hmm. but to be a CEO of a company or owner of a company, you've got to be away from your family. Yeah. You got to put the, you've got to work work, first, work, 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 Mm -hmm. work. Work comes first. Yeah. You can have a family. You can just not going to be as successful very tough yeah not many people are wired to have a career and a successful career and a successful family life it's going to be one or the other yeah i i guess it just kind of gets there's a there's a couple that this is that i know of that this kind of stuff is happening to and I just find it sad because preventable it's a 15 plus year marriage that's mm-hmm. going down the drain because she has been to all of these leadership summits because she's starting her own brand she's starting her own business and I can almost guarantee you that in most of these leadership places they're basically teaching her how to act like a man yeah and when you when a woman acts like a man that's one not very attractive to your husband backward but it's also emasculating and she will lose love and respect for her husband because she's then being taught that she's supposed to be the alpha Mm -hmm. and i'm not do you think there's guys that want that Oh yeah, there's guys all the time that want to be dominated like like that. Easy. Easy. You're talking about he wants to be second fiddle. Yes. No. He wants he wants to be the follower and not the leader. Gotcha. And but he wants to wash the dishes. Yeah. And as I I said I have to wash the dishes. And as I said, 
There's outliers for everything. Yeah. But that yeah, is a small minority. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Seems to be more and more. <laughs> just, well, just saying. I don't think it's more and more. I no. think there's a lot more. I guys. hope not. I hope not. Honestly, mm-hmm. the majority of these men that you see talking about, oh, I, I'll let her be the head. I'll let her do. They're saying this because they want to get in bed with the woman. Yeah, they're, they're I trying, see that. I got they're you. trying to say what they think these women want to hear. Say it again. They say what these women want to hear mm-hmm. to right. get them into bed. Yeah. Got to commend them for that. We're talking about couples that are married, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just. Yeah. We're not talking about living together. I'll just tell you straight up, that's not good. No. It's not good for a relationship. Well, we're talking about people that's married. Yeah. Well, we were, and then I went into the yeah. whole. Well, we'll just, like we're talking picking, about people that's married. When you pick your partner, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to try to do things and say things that you think they'll be attracted to. Yeah. Or what they want to hear. You don't try to run them off. No. No. And so you'll have a bunch of men saying, oh, yeah, I'll let you be the head. I believe women should be bosses, blah, blah, blah. And they don't really believe it. They just say it. They just want to go to sleep with them. No, they want to say it. There's no sleeping done. (laughs) Hey, Um, after two or three minutes, I'm asleep. I don't know about Evolving is... The way I'm looking at it, a roller coaster like this, up and down and uh, sideways and up and down roller coaster. But at the same time, you're still gaining ground the whole time. But it's twist, turn, up, down. Well, if you're gaining ground, you're not going down. Yes, you are. 3D chess. Well, then you're not gaining ground if you go down. 3D chess. But you're still gaining ground. Yes. Let your mind evolve, Chris. I try to allow my mind to evolve every day. Driving. You could not drive when you were one or two years old. I could. Not legally. But you've you evolved, and around early teenage years, you were you were able to drive. And around your thirties, forties, driving I'm is no longer old. exciting. It's just a thing to get you from A to B, and that's okay. That's what it was supposed to be. But then around seventy or eighty, you're a hindrance on the road, like you were when you were early teenager. So you've evolved from not being able to drive to being excited to drive to eh, I have to drive to look out their driving. See, I would see that last one as being the devolving sure you period. Would. But you're still evolving. How How are you still evolving there? Because you got to that point. From A, B, C, D. Didn't go back to A. We went to D. You kind of and so as we evolve in our driving, that is an evolution from where we started from. It might be a slight for some, 
when you get to be 75, 95, whatever your limit is, when you get there, it may look like a hindrance to some, but in your mind, you can do what you always did, right? You think you can. Right, and that's all that matters is what you think. But now no, to others, maybe I, not. I disagree with you that can. statement. You can. That's okay. And I Go can ahead. be right about it. What you got? What you got? What you got? When it, when it comes to certain things, it doesn't only matter about what's in your mind. When it comes to driving, you can think you're still just as good as you were still? when you were 50. Say still? Still. Okay. You can believe you are just as good as you were when you were 45, 30, whatever age you want to think about. 31.72. Okay. But. That's when you're, you're at your greatest driving experience. You can think you're. 31.72 years old. You can think you drive just as good, but. Who's going to. Who's going to tell you any different? Well, the law would. When well, the law would, the and the guy that's yelling at you out the window. Well, that's just because they don't have good sense. People that yell at Do you out the window, dollars? they just don't have good sense. Do they have any good dollars? Or dollars. No, they're out of both. Or maybe you're just a terrible driver and you don't need to be on the road anymore. Yeah, you can run into a telephone pole when you're 20 years old. That's or what less. I'm saying. Yeah. It could happen at any age. You could be an awful driver. Okay, you you could turn a hitting... 280Z upside down in the ditch. You could hit you at could what take age? a minivan. At what age? You could take a minivan at the age of 17 and hit it and dead center on a telephone in pole. In a telephone pole. And then get out and hit the ground. It could happen at any age, right? Correct. But you evolve from that. And you learn... You learn from that. And you do better. But when you... You don't hit the gas instead of the brake. I didn't hit the gas. <laughs> I didn't mention any names. Everybody the one knows they're no, they don't. talking about they me. Don't. They don't know that. Yes. When I was 17, I hit a telephone pole. And when I was 20... No, I was... Yeah. Nine, no. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I was Make 19 when age. I flipped the 280 or 270. Whichever 280. one it was. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, would you say that cars have evolved since their inception? If so, how? Well, there also comes, I need caveats. Do you mean in the way they look or the way that they run or the gas mileage? Because I can't come at General question. Have cars evolved since their inception? I would have to say yes. Yes. Cars have evolved. Because now, how how would you think they have evolved? They've gotten better on wind resistance. They've gotten better on... You mean square, driving a square um, um, hunk of, of... What were they made out of? Metal? Wood? Wood? <laughs> Let's go with metal. Back to what I was yeah, talking about. Square, but now they've rounded the corners, right? They have found they, the best done the road a little best better. ways of air at resistance. the present time that we have, right? Hmm? That at the 
present right. time, mm-hmm. they've found the best way to have either the best fuel economy, the most power, the most torque. I mean, what is what is that torque? Nobody can seem to ex- explain that. I believe torque. I'm I'm could possibly be wrong, but I believe, mm-hmm. but I believe torque is the amount of like initial push to initial be able push. to to be able to use all the horsepower that because torque is I think torque is like how fast or strong that the gears can turn and push against each other to pull something. I believe that's what torque is. I don't know. And I believe that children are the future. Torque. Converters. So you're saying that you believe cars have evolved through time. Through time and knowledge. Well, okay. (laughs) So I'm agreeing with you. I know that's rare. But yes, cars have evolved since the ones I remember growing up, young ages, are probably cars from the 60s. People had cars in the 70s that came from the 60s. But at the time, they seemed 100 years old. Nowadays, a 10, 12-year-old car is like wonderful. Then they were just wore out. So the evolution of the car has also granted them to, they last longer. You know, 100,000 miles on the car years ago, that car was over. Well, now they're just getting started, you know. So the evolution of the engine, the um, uh, tolerances in the drivetrain the engine all of that has come a long way engineers you know they've studied a specific um engine for years for whatever company so you know i was thinking if we continue to evolve in the automobile industry as we have evolved up to now what do cars look like a hundred years from right now? I can't tell you because just of course. Well, I mean, it's just if we keep going in the same direction, where does it look like we wind up? Just hypothetical, just something to think about. It is something to think about, but I mean, yeah. you also have to be realistic because we're not going to be here in a hundred years. We can't be realistic. It's all hypothetical. We can hundred be, years. We can be realistic. Do you think we're still rolling on the ground in a hundred years? I do. By the yeah, way, yeah, because do you think electric is as hot a hundred years from now as it is our perception that it will be? No. Do you think the hydrogen car is an actual? Uh, thing a hundred years from now probably not no 
Because, I mean... This is just us guessing. Well, I mean... There's no way to know. There isn't, because you had people back in the 70s talking about how by the year 2000, we'd have flying cars. Mm -hmm. I watched the Jetsons. (laughs) I never thought that's how it was going to be, but, you know, never know. Somebody was saying, like, we've... Meet George Jetson. We've already passed the uh, date and time that the Jetsons... Jetsons. We did. Mm -hmm. Were supposed to be back in. to the future number two we've passed that too they and were flying around and they're it's nothing like happening. what these people thought it was going to yeah. be like nor i don't think the electric car is for everybody i do think it has a place a good place you think um local uh carriers usps carriers those vehicles are drove an exact number of miles every day and return to their station. Be a great time to uh, recharge overnight. They're right back to their same job from the day before. I think that would be a great position for an electric vehicle. Okay. What is the point in having the electric vehicle? Um, I guess I'm thinking longevity. Maybe. Longevity? I don't know. Hadn't had them long enough to know that. Correct. Where, But most, you're not going to find out unless you try. But most people say that we need electric cars because it's supposed to help the environment. Well, I mean, if it does, that's just a plus, I think. But what, what people don't realize is, is just because you stop buying gasoline from the gas station doesn't mean that that pollution that that car would have put into the atmosphere community won't get there because 90 something percent of our energy still comes from burning natural gas and coal so just because you stop spreading the the in the US just because you US quit cars. spreading the pollution from uh that car that same amount if not more pollution is going to be entered into the atmosphere from the power plant it has to come from so do you know no you do know this so as we live in America USA. America. America. A lot of of people where we live drive trucks. Big old Chevrolet Dodge Ford trucks. America. Do you know the most USA truck in America? The most USA engineered, uh, produced, Styling, um, jobs uh, provided, all of that encompass. Like there's like a hundred different uh, stipulations to make the truck the most USA truck. Do you know? I want to say which one it is. GMC or Ford? GMC, Ford. You would say. 
I have the answer. More than likely, it's like Nissan or whatever. It is. Drum roll, please. Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> the most USA-made truck in America. That ugly thing you Thank drive. you, Alabama. <laughs> no, their whole drivetrain and everything engineered and produced in Alabama. I find that to be very ironic. Because a lot of the Chevrolet, the Ford stuff has all been moved south of the border. Yep. So because they've made it. I thought that was. They've made it. Those Japanese are to, smart. They don't sell that. They don't sell that. They don't sell that truck in Japan. It's just here. Why is that? Don't Don't need it. There's mm-hmm. <laughs> no need for it. So. As I was thinking about, a lot of our conversations goes to the automobile. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, we have a we have a lot of tangents. Tangents. It's good. That's what this show's about. That's so I, I have numbers. a question. The church has the church also evolved? Question mark. It's had to evolve to stay around. Because our world's evolved and the church evolves. The church is made up of humans. Mm-hmm. And as humans evolve, the church has had to evolve with mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that the word has changed. It just means that it has different You mean the word. You're yes, not, I mean okay. God's word, the Bible. Right. It now changed. has different meanings. The definition hasn't changed, but the things that we've added into the world or the people reading it has changed. Yes, but the word has not changed. So do you think that today's church is more like our new cars? A lot of extras, a lot of screens, a lot of, you know. Things that are a lot of cameras, uh, a lot of things that does not help the car get down the road. But boy, the the um, the interaction with the car is great. You know, Bluetooth, microphones, um, all these extras. Yet, Henry Ford's car would have got you down the road, right? Yeah, could be as reliable as today's car i don't know didn't have one don't plan on having one um but my question do you think the church has evolved like the car there's a lot of extras that's hindering you from as you put it the word who's to say there's not things that have evolved in the church that help you sure i didn't i didn't ask that question yet though thank you you didn't so i decided to ask <laughs> you just you. gonna just throw another question out there it's okay it's, it was gonna get out there eventually i mean but as far as a hindrance first then we'll end up with the good side of it i mean technology has been an end a i don't think technology is a hindrance to the worship um, time, I think it helps actually. Okay, I'm so looking talking, for more hindrances. You're talking about the worship time. Yeah, 
I was going at. That's okay. The church itself. The whole thing I, in general. Yeah. And we could have went either direction there, but let's just say the worship itself. Um, you know, we've got, I don't know about you guys, but we have uh, pews that are really comfortable. We have lighting. We have air uh, air conditioning for the summer, heat for the winter, plants, carpets clean, woodwork. You know, it's microphones. All things that you've just said mm-hmm. are reasons why churches have broken up. Because of and split, the pews are comfortable. Comfortable, that's no reason to split. <laughs> it's not. There, there have been churches who have split because they think that having air conditioning in the building is going to be a hindrance to the worship. Oh man, really? There have been churches that mm. have broken up because they think that having a projector up there, uh, putting the songs or whatever yeah. up there, so people can because they don't pick the uh, hymnals up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hell for that one. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you and I think. But, these people truly believe in that. Yeah. And it has caused churches to split. I, I get it. Because. I, get it. I mean, is there. Okay. Where you're at in your spiritual life right now, okay. could you see something happening that is so horrendous that would just run you plumb out of the building? You're like, if they do that, I'm gone. I'm I'm just completely completely finished with that deal. I can think of one myself right now. I can uh, think I can think of a few things yeah. that if the church were to do, I'd be gone. Would you would you care to say? Does, well You don't have to. My I have no problem uh-huh. saying, but I just I wanna clarify in the kind of things you were talking about talking about, like mm-hmm. Is it like if the church were to bring in a refrigerator or something, or is it like if the church? What the well, heck? that was an. They better not bring in those refrigerators. That's going to shut the whole deal. <laughs> one of, one of my football coaches in high school. Oh, there's not a real story behind this, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God, one of my one of my football coaches in high school was going to a church that had a big split because they decided to add refrigerators into the kitchen area of the church and people were throwing fits about it because they thought that uh having a place where people could store their food i I don't remember the whole thing i just Mm -hmm. remember that it was a big ordeal wow the church (laughs) church split over it he wow. said he thought it was the most ridiculous thing he had ever heard. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Why? And so that? he didn't. Oh, le- to bring the refrigerator or just the argument itself? The argument over. Yeah, I'm with you. And he was like, "Stupid! It's a refrigerator. It's yeah. not hindering somebody from worship. Mm-hmm. It's not causing somebody. We're not worshiping the refrigerator. No, and- or refrigerator. William Perry, Chicago Bears, 1985, okay. Super Bowl, team. but. He was. He ended up not going back to that church because it's like, if these. Oh people, wait a minute! That guy left because I thought he left because they brought the refrigerators in. No, he left because he, the argument. He thought it was so ridiculous. Well, the church itself split. People quit going because of that refrigerator. Hmm. He left because 
He's like apparently he was against the refrigerators too. No. But he should have stayed with the group that stayed with the refrigerator. I mean, I'm saying that loosely, but you see what I'm saying. But if they're going to fight over But the ones that stayed thought it was ridiculous too. They thought that there was no problem with it. Right. So why didn't he just stay with them? they because didn't have no were, problem with it. They were arguing over. They well, were if somebody going. if somebody does not start an argument, there won't be one. But you do need. All right, I'm going to use the refrigerator for an example. If someone starts an argument over the refrigerator and you stand with the refrigerator, you shouldn't be held accountable for that argument. You didn't start it. Shouldn't, but you are. But I, the guy that left, I don't see why he didn't stand with the ones that stood with the refrigerator. They needed to evolve. I had to throw that word in there. We hadn't used it in a minute. <laughs> about refrigerators and churches. No, because we're changing the uh, name of this podcast to no, Tangents. We're good. You say that every podcast. I do. Mm-hmm. So the church. Now, we have talked about oh, what has you asked, hindered. You asked me what I And would, you wouldn't answer it. You turned it into a refrigerator discussion. No, I was trying to clarify. <laughs> Because, is that what that's called? Well, it ended up in that. Gotcha. But I was trying to clarify, is it something like that, or if the church adopts a certain... A new agenda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both, actually. I mean, the only... Okay. I can't say the only... Next I week, would... they say at Chris's church, we're going to have a female preacher. What's your feeling? George Myers is coming to Chris's church next week and from now on. Are yes, she's going to be your lead preacher. She's the, she's preacher. the one. Yeah. No, I don't agree with that. So you're going to be away from that. Yes. You're going to stand up against it first. When I say, Chris, shut up, sit down, she's going to be here. You're gone. Yes. You have not evolved enough to let allow her to be your lead preacher pastor whatever as i said earlier you don't think that's evolving at all do you? no <laughs> because in the church the leadership leadership positions are supposed to be men men are supposed to step up and be the leaders so your elders deacons preacher at your church should all be male um, yes what about your song leader? That has a leader in the name, yes. What about your um what do they call it? Um person that um tells you what's up and coming, whatever you call it. I can't think of right now. Um up and coming events. Could that be a female? You're talking about person who gives announcements? Announcements. Thank you. Sorry, I couldn't come up with that. We'll edit that right out. <laughs> yes. I have, no, I have no problem with that. Because that That's does not, not say leader is what you're It's saying. also not a part of the worship. Mm-hmm. Well, should the whole shebang, should that all, I mean, when you well, tithe. If you want to think about it the entire way you live your life should be a way of worship mm-hmm. for God. Should be. 
So let's just use the the time we are attending a church Service. facility. The whole time should be a worship time, time of giving, time of prayer, time of listening, time of singing. All of that included should be worship time. So should there ever be a female leader in any of that? Do you want to say leader? No. Hmm? What if, uh, what if a lady? No, <laughs> no just no. A lady says, no. um, uh, "Children, uh, children's church leader." You still no. No children church children's leader director. Uh, children's director, leader, person, thingy. We have lady. A, we have a female children's director. I think every church does, Chris. That's where. Is that not splitting hairs, though? No. And I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm preaching to me as much as I am anybody on this one. I'm trying to learn what I think I know, if that makes any sense. That well, why is it that this position's okay for the female leadership and this position is not? What? determines that the well, individual church i know i know what the in, bible says in in my opinion on this mm -hmm. is the children's director at least at our church in the way i've seen it the children's director is not actually leading anything she is getting she is getting things together that have been approved by the leadership of the church. So you said earlier, we need to go by every word when we... All right, give it to me. Where, did I, where am I wrong? So what you told me. Where am I wrong? Director. Where am I wrong? A person who is in charge of an activity. So if you're in charge of an activity, are you not the leader of that activity? Not necessarily. Yes, you're the one in charge. You're the leader. You are the one, the head. Mustafa. You're the one in charge of getting that thing together. Right. The leader, leader of the pack, whatever you want to call it. The one up front. You're the one. Okay. I think it's because we've been ingrained to think, and I'm talking to me too, not just you or anybody else listening, all three of you, 300,000 of you. If we had that many people, we'd be making money. I'm not this. saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I know I've been ingrained to think women in the church can do this, that, and the other, and it's okay. we're okay with it. But this, that, and the other, no, that's a guy's job because it's this, that, or the other. And all that is just to say, I think that I could be wrong. I know, I know, get, don't get crazy with yourself, that I could be wrong about the way I'm thinking. Maybe. 
Probably not, but it's a possibility. But I've been told my whole life that uh, children's uh, ministry, I think that's what they call it, children's ministry, it's it's okay to have women leaders in that, right? That's probably what you've been told. Hmm. I'm just wondering. Um, music, um, leadership has um, somewhat went to females in our um, denomination. And I could foresee women preachers. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm working on it, praying about it, trying to figure it out. As far as our subject matter here, evolving, would you consider it evolving from thinking you could only have a guy as a worship leader, as a preacher, as a leader? Or is it okay for a female to to lead in that in those areas is that a evolving of your mind or no and this is where you talk well you gotta give me time to think because i'm I also doing research on the fly i got you on your fly zip yes, that thing up zip it up zip it up i don't want to So, you saw it is? Is that evolving or no? Hmm. <laughs> a lot of silence on your end. There's always a lot of silence on my end. Because um, when you put me on the spot like well, that, I, it... You know, that's what I'm good for. No, because... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to do research on what we were talking about before along with present conversation and they melded together so i don't think i had the right question in my head you went you went in the rabbit hole well it's like rabbit hole of the internet when you listen to somebody and at the same time trying to read something rarely do (laughs) i listen to you quite a bit you don't listen listen yeah i do listen listen Mm-mm. you hear no you uh, uh pretend to listen i do not pretend to listen so do you think that your mind has evolved in the in church setting if now you allow females to lead It's a yes or no. It's not really a yes or no because I think it is though. I think a lady that can lead your music can lead your whatever. If that's the way the church thinks. But if we're going off of what the church or what the Bible says Mm -hmm. of women are to be silent in the church, Mm -hmm. then I mean 
in that situation, you can't really evolve. Because, I mean, there's verses that say women are supposed to learn in silence. If you have a question. Also, scripture says they're supposed to lead. And that's just the root word for leader. I mean, it's not its not a question you and I are going to have. No. I mean, we won't have an answer for it. No. You, know, you can question it all day long. My, my thing is here, okay, if a lady is leading whatever, uh, she's a, um elder, elder at your church, and where does that leave her a husband? Is he no longer the leader of his home? If she's the elder and he's a whatever, he's sitting at home on Sundays, I don't know, watching football, scratching himself. Is now she the leader of their home life as well? If so, that sounds reverse. Well, my question is how can she meet the qualifications if the qualifications of an elder well, or a deacon are again, for a man. It's just hypothetical. But if you are to have your home in what's the word? I think it's Second Timothy. Your home in a uh, house in order. Mm-hmm. Your house is not in order. <laughs> if she's coming to church anyway and you're sitting at home scratching yourself. Um, it's not in order to start with, so it's already opposite opposite day in that deal. So, Chris, evolving mind. Is your mind evolving? Well, it's evolved from when we started this to now into there's a couple of things that really stuck, stuck with me through this conversation. And I'll take them with me and study on them. And hey, by the way, if you ding, 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 if you stayed with us this long, you're our friend. Not so loud. And I just want to say one thing to the control episode, to the winner of the contest. We thank you. Which is me because I texted you first. You don't count. You're sitting right here. That is not in the, so. That's not to our good friend who texted the word "control" to my number. We are considering your thought, your idea for another program. Thank you, by the way. But if you're listening and you're new to this episode, evolving, please text evolving to six one five three three zero three six four four. Text the word evolving to that number and give us an idea. Give us your name, whatever you want to do. We will use it on an upcoming episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll try to do this again another day. See ya.